Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. We've been going through a relationship series for seven weeks. I hope and pray that you have learned a lot about relationship, but not just learning about relationship. I pray that you、uh, obeyed this great commandment, which is to love God and love your neighbors as yourself. The relationship between God and between other people would be amazingly fulfilling、uh, in your life. Through your obedience to the Lord. Now, yes, it is true that relationship matters because, as I said earlier, the Bible, the Word of God, is the love letter from God. God created us for relationship, not only with Him, but also with other people who are created in His image. So, we've been learning about how to love God and how to love one another between men and women, and how to love our parents and how to love our children. And last week, we learned about how to treat our bosses and Uh, employees and in the working rela- work relationship, so it's been very practical、uh, lessons and sessions about the、uh, learning about the relationship in godly way. So、uh, today, as the last session, we are going to talk about another aspect of relationship. But I want you to listen very carefully because today's relationship part is very very significant. It is the relationship within the church. Now you might think that oh, relationship in the church—that's just one seventh of my time because that's just Sunday morning, one or two hour relationship. It's like a country club relationship. So why do I have to pay attention to that one? I have a real relationship like my、uh, my children, my parents, and my boss. And well, it is true that you spend maybe very handful of time. For、uh, your church, however, the church relationship is the most most important relationship because within the church, in the church, you will get to experience loving God and loving your neighbors all together. Now, loving God, loving your neighbor—that is the greatest commandment. Great commission is to go and make disciples of all nations, but great commandment is to love God and love neighbors. And those two things, the great commandment, happens at. The same time in the church, so church relationship is is important, and it's not just a one seventh or Sunday morning relationship. It entails a relationship twenty four seven, seven days a week. Because church is not a building, church is not a program, church is not Sunday morning only. Church is every time, every day. So I want to、uh, go through this book,、uh, this verse today, Romans chapter twelve, verse five, because it beautifully portrays about the relationship. In, in the church, so let's look at, let's read it together, and let's pray that the Lord would really teach us how we can have a right relationship in the church. So let's read it together. So we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually parts of one another. Amen. So what does it say? It says we are who. Are, so we who are many. Right at the time, there are so many different kinds of people, but not just at the time. These days, we have so many people groups and、uh, speaking different languages from different culture and different characteristics, personalities. So we are all different. Not one single person living the same,、uh, living in the、uh, under under the roof. Right? We are all different. Likewise, back in those days, there are so many different people groups and people who from a different sociological background and linguistic culture. Background in the country of Rome, right? 
So Paul, Paul's time, he was writing this letter to the Roman church, but the Roman church consisted of many Jewish people, but also there were some Gentile people as well. Of course, that's different, definitely a difference between those two, but also there were high ranks people, there were people from slavery background, and you know there were so many different kinds of people live, uh, being together as the body of Christ right there. So there were many people, right? We're all many people, but it doesn't stop there. There uh, two important secrets being revealed in this verse. So as you continue to read this verse, what does it say? It says, We are many, are one body in Christ, and individually parts of one another. So I want to point out two things from this verse, which is, number one is oneness. Okay, number two is individualness right here. So for first one is a oneness, one body in Christ. The second one, individualism. Individualness is the individual parts of one another. So what does it really entail? What does it really mean? So number one, it's a one body. We are one body in Christ. So what it means here is this. Ephesians chapter 4 Whole Ephesians reveals the wonderful secret about the church, but particularly in, ver- in chapter 4, verse, uh, verses 5 and 6, it says, One faith, one Lord, one Father. What does that mean? Even though we're coming from all different backgrounds, but when it comes to when we came to Jesus Christ, we confess with our mouth. We we believe in our heart, just like in Romans chapter 10, 9. We believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, and we confess with our mouth that Jesus is the Lord, only Lord and Savior. There are people coming from all different religious backgrounds, right? They were believing in the uh, animistic things that they were worship. They used to worship in the sun, moon, trees, water. Some people were worshiping in the different gods, and uh, they some of them worshipped themselves. They were very egoistic people. However, no matter what background, religious background they had in the past, now they came to one faith. That is what one body means, right? Doesn't matter what background you are, but you have a one faith in the Lord Christ Jesus. And you have what? You have one Lord. You are following Christ Jesus alone. You are not following yourself. You are not following any other things. So you are committed to worship and praise and follow the Lord Christ Jesus alone. So that's what it means to have this one body in Christ Jesus. Now imagine that when you are going outside, but if your uh, brain is saying, let's go to um, Walmart, okay? But your arm is saying, no, I don't want to go to Walmart. I just want to stay home. Now your your leg says, no, I, I want to go to mount, mountain. I want to do some uh, uh, the hiking, right? So you have a different ideas. You have a different uh, agenda. What's going to happen? Nobody's going to move, right? Even if a brain was saying something, but nobody's listening to the brain and nothing is going to happen, right? So uh, when the brain says something and when the, when, the, uh, when the arm says something, when the leg says something, that should be in oneness to move to where? Uh, Walmart. So if a brain says, okay, we're going to go to Walmart. Okay, arm says, okay, I'll, I'll go wherever you go, wherever you think, and wherever you direct. So that's how your body is moving around 24-7. That's a daily 
daily thing, daily relationship, just like that. One body in Christ Jesus. It's it's exactly the same way that they are believing one Lord. They are they are following one Lord Jesus Christ. That so wherever Jesus is saying, they are going there as one body. So there is no division in their mind, in their agreement. They may have a different thoughts, right? They may, they may have a different wish. However, when it comes to following Jesus, believing in Jesus, they all agree each other. Okay, that's what one body in Christ Jesus. Now it's a uh, it's amazing when you travel to different places, right? You had you never been there, you don't know anybody there, but. As soon as you see a believer in that place, how would you feel? You will feel like, oh, I met my family. It's more than family. I mean, it's more than friends, more than tour guide, more than stranger. You met a family, just like that. You see, even uh, when I I feel the same way. I travel different places, and I, I when I meet with this Christian brothers and sisters, I feel the relationship. I feel the closeness right there. So be, why? Because we believe in one God, same God, and we follow one Lord. So we are one body in Christ Jesus, even though we just met together, right? So that's the power of oneness right there. One body in Christ Jesus. But also in this verse saying, in the same verse, we are individually parts of one another. Individual parts of one another. What does that really mean? Now, I mentioned that we are one body in Christ Jesus. So there is a unity. Does that mean that I have to um, give up my own characteristics, personality, my culture, linguistic background? That does not mean at all, okay? It means that we still have individual personality and characteristics, and uh, that's the beauty of this church. Because the church, you see, in the church, you see the unity in diversity, unity in faith in Christ Jesus, unity in their commitment to follow Christ Jesus. But they still have a diversity, different things. So that that's the individual parts of the body. For one another. Now, Ephesians chapter 4, 5, and 6, we're talking about unity, right? We have one faith, one Lord, one baptism, right? One Father of all. However, just a few verses down, which is the verse 11 and verses 11 and 12 of Ephesians chapter 4, it talks that God gave some to be apostles, some to be a teacher, and some to be a pastor. They're all different. They all have a different uh, skill sets, different agenda, and uh, different. Um, the ministry positions. But in verse 12, it says, they are there to equip the saints for the work of service, work of ministry. So they have the same purpose, to really equip the church for God's glory. But they are all different. Some people might have a better communication skills, so they are definitely a teacher. Some people have a better skills in serving other people, so that they are serving uh, a lot of people through a physical service, right? And some people are very gifted in music, so they serve as a choir conductor or musicians. And we have all kinds of different people in the church different skill sets so there is the beauty of individual parts uh, working together for one another 
So that is the diversity part. So you you don't have to、uh, give up your own language, your culture to follow Jesus. You don't have to give up your cultural uniqueness, right? You don't have to、um, unify the tie or your costume, but you can just still wear、uh, your own cultural costume、uh, to be with other church as well. That's the beauty. Just imagine when you go to heaven. Right, there will be a multitude of people from all around the world, maybe speaking different languages, but they all understand each other、um, because they're all praising the Lord and they're all adoring God together. But just、uh, think about great holy chaos right there—that people from all around the world speaking different languages,、uh, just showing, portraying their uniqueness. That's the beauty of diversity, but there's a unity right there. So that is the church: unity and diversity. There's a oneness in individual parts working together for one another. Just like our body, we have brain, we have nose, we have lips, and we have all different different body parts. They all look different, right? If they all look same, that would be scary. You know, I'm glad that they all look different. I'm glad that they were all work differently. But they are all one body. It's the same thing. We all look different. We all have a different skill set. So we don't have to be uh, uh, jealous, or we don't have to be envying one another. But we can love one another still, and we can work together for God's glory in this, keeping this unity in diversity. However, there are some people who think differently, right?、Uh, that and、uh, they think the church is not that necessary. You know, I just can. Um, I can just live. I can live as a Christian without being church. Now we have to be very, very careful about this. Now some people, we we just touched on oneness and individualness、uh, in the church.、Uh, some people say, you know,、uh, we don't have to have a one faith. We don't have to have a one Lord. As long as we love one another, we are good. No, no, that is so, so dangerous. You know, some people say love is the key. Love is the answer, right? We just、um, hanging out each other, hold our hands together, and we are the world kind of mindset. Now, you believe in different things. I believe in different things. That is totally okay. We're all going to the same direction. We're all going to God. So as long as we are loving, loving each other, you know, God will accept us in heaven. Well, that is not. The biblical thought that is actually a heresy, because if,、uh, Acts chapter four twelve clearly says there is no other name under heaven that is given to us to save people. What is the name? Jesus Christ. So other faith, we cannot tolerate other faith. There is only one faith, one Lord, one baptism. That is the Lord Christ Jesus. We need to follow Jesus alone, not other gods, not other faith, but one faith. That is the that is the one thing that we must not、um, tolerate at all with other people, right? So, being in the body of Christ Jesus, one body in Christ Jesus, you got to have one faith, one Lord. But also, there are other. There's another extreme. That yes, I have one faith. I follow Jesus Christ. Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I committed my committed my life to Him、uh, early on, so I follow Him. That's great. Praise the Lord. But they deny the second part, which is individual part of one another. You know, they think like I don't need church. 
I don't need to go to church to be a follower of Christ Jesus. Especially that 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 became very popular or more kind of trendy uh, through this pandemic because a lot of people have been watching worship service on Sunday uh, in their homes, so they did not have to go to an actual physical location, and but they could just watch from their home and. Uh, they feel like, you know, there are so many different options in YouTube and uh, many places that I can watch and choose uh, to listen to my favorite preacher. And I, I think I can read Bible by myself. I don't need to go to a small group or Microsoft church. And I don't even have to go to Sunday morning because, you know, that's that saves gas. And, you know, I don't have to bump into the people that I don't like. You know, I can just be myself. And, you know, God is good. And I have my Bible. I can praise the Lord through YouTube. YouTube worship songs and no problem and I feel like I'm growing uh, spiritually let me tell you you're wrong you're not growing spiritually maybe you think you are growing but you're not let me tell you my story you know I used to uh, teach myself guitar and I love the music so I, I taught myself uh, for about five years or six years about myself and I thought like I grew a lot okay I thought I was the best guitar player until I joined a my guitar I mean um, band I feel like I was top of the world but I realized that I was not at all I was the uh, totally opposite I had to learn a lot through this band practice so after two three years of band practice I became really um, much better in guitar what but what that experience really told me that when I'm by myself I thought I was growing and I was doing well but when I was uh, surrounded by people who who out whom I was accountable to they gave me advice and they gave me feedback and so that's how I really grew together and that's just the one example and that happens to everyone God created for God created us for relationship you cannot grow yourself even if you think you you've grown you're not if you're not in the group how much more for the church God created church God designed the church and God died for the church what happened you know when Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead and 40 days later few days later and there was a Pentecost the Holy Spirit came upon to one person in different places no 120 people in the same location they all received the Holy Spirit they began to preach the gospel in different languages and that was it no in Acts chapter 2 we see that 3,000 people were saved together they became what the first church and church began to multiply herself to be more churches more churches more churches God never works beside the church uh, of course God works in the universe and God is in control of everything but you cannot grow outside of church God designed you to be in the church that's why it is so so great em emphasis on the church as you can see throughout Paul's epistle so a church is necessary even when even when we um, went through all the pandemic there are people who uh, join virtually and that is fine as long as they interact as long as they participate in the church body but it's a very dangerous thought if you think that you can do ministry by yourself uh, without being involved in the church you can grow uh, without being in, involved in the church that is not the right thought at all so we have to be very careful as you can see in today's verse yes we are one body in Christ 
And because we are one body, you are different parts, right? So individual parts work must work together for one another. But if you are all alone, how can you serve other people? There's no way you can do that. It's just like an arm is just walking around by itself, right? It's ridiculous. It is even scary. It's like a horror movie. Right, and it does not glorify the Lord at all. So we must be in the church. So if you do not have, if you're just watching this YouTube video and you think that your checkbox is filled, then you have to. You can even just stop right here, and you can find your church that you can be involved to grow together to serve one another. Now you became, you are a part of the body. You are not the whole body. You are part of the body. So there must be a body of Christ who needs you. Right, and you need them so that you can be involved there, and you can work together with them for God's glory. So you can truly experience the one body in Christ Jesus, and also you can experience individual parts working together for one another. That is the church. Now think about this. Going back to the great commandment, love God and love your neighbor. Right, love God is the vertical relationship. Love your neighbor is horizontal relationship. We've been going through those two, but in the church, don't you see that that's happening? Those uh, vertical and horizontal relationship happen at the same time. Now, one Lord, one faith. That is vertical. That's uh, your relationship between God and you. But at the same time, individual parts working together for one another. That is the horizontal. Right when you come. To the church、uh, gathering, you serve one another. You serve in the choir. You serve、uh, in the kitchen. You serve in driving, and you're、uh, serving in nursery or teach. You are doing something horizontally for God's people. So you see those two things. Vertical, horizontal happens at the same time in the church. How significant, how important the church is. If you miss the church, then you miss the whole thing. You miss the vertical and horizontal all together. So you need to join the church right now for His name, because that is where the relationship starts, and that's the relationship that will be continued forever, even in heaven. When you go to heaven, this vertical, horizontal relationship will continue. You will love the Lord. And you will love your brothers and sisters forever, and that is how、uh, church is. How we can practice even before we join, we go to real heaven. We are living the heaven on earth、um, through this church. So we've been going through this relationship series. I really hope and pray that this has been an edification for you, so that you can rearrange your relationship. You can examine where your relationship really is. But bottom line is this: check your church life right now. If you're away from your church, like I said, go back to your church. And if you feel like、uh, you're getting tired of church and you want to find another church, well, you might have a different reasons. But rethink about this relationship part. That if If、um, if you are truly loving the Lord, if you are truly loving your brothers and sisters、um, as yourself, check your church life as well. So that、uh, I pray that your relationship with the Lord and the relationship with other people will grow each day, twenty four seven, because relationship does matter. 
Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you, we praise you for this wonderful message in Romans chapter 12, verse 5. Thank you that you have called us together from many different places to be one body in Christ Jesus, but also you allowed us to work together individually uh, for the for the benefit of one another, for the benefit of the church, the body of Christ. Father, we pray if, if in this very difficult uh, time where a lot of people are just trying to uh, drift away from the church and they're trying to um, get away from it, I pray that you would uh, draw them again to you, to the church, the body of Christ who reflects uh, the, your glory for your name, for your kingdom, Lord. So I pray for all the churches being united and uh, they still keeping their diversity, their uniqueness, but we can all worship you and serving you and follow, follow you for your kingdom. We thank you, praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I prayed. Amen.